Good afternoon, everybody, uneducated economist here. So, I found one of the most interesting articles earlier today, and it really got me thinking about what is what kind of impact this is going to have into the housing market. Now, everybody is expecting a housing market crash, but nobody knows exactly how it's going to take place because everybody had said, like all the economists out there who predicted a housing market crash, said that once the Federal Reserve had lifted interest rates causing the mortgage rates to rise, that people would not be able to afford the higher payments and we would see a housing market crash. Now, are we seeing a churning housing market? Yeah, we sure are. But are we actually seeing a crash yet? Now, I haven't heard the housing market crash that has been like declared yet. Like everybody's talking about it, but not yet has it presented itself in a way that everybody can say, yes, here it is. Now, what I am waiting for is for a major inventory rise. Like when we see more inventory out there than anybody could imagine, that would bring the prices down, especially if we have high interest rates at the time because people wouldn't be able to afford the payments on it. This all makes a lot of sense to me. Now, what we are seeing is not that. What we are seeing is that we have a dramatic drop in home building, right? The home builders are getting out of the game like they there's here I'll leave a link down in the description I was reading it earlier the home builder sentiment is now the lowest it's been in 10 years and a lot of it has to do with the buyer traffic people are just simply not going out there looking for homes so this does not give a lot of encouragement out there for the new home builders to build new projects so it's not going to be a lot of new inventory coming into the market from the home builders so it's going to come from foreclosures, right? Now, in order for there to be a lot of foreclosures, I would have to assume that we would have to see a fairly decent rise in unemployment. And although we are starting to see a lot of layoffs taking place, we haven't necessarily seen the rise in unemployment that would cause the people to not make their payments and then have their houses foreclosed on them. Like we haven't got to that sort of level yet. So. I really don't see where this like rise in inventory levels is going to bring on the housing market crash. Now, something I do find interesting right now is that we have a very low amount of mortgage issuance. And this is something to think about because it's doing a couple of things to the markets. If you have low mortgage issuance, not only from the lack of refinancing, but then the lack of new home sales, right? People aren't buying new houses or just taking out new mortgages, and then they're re not refinancing. This puts a burden on the mortgage industry. Think about this for just a minute here. During the pandemic, people were told to stop making their payments or that they could stop making their payments. They could have made it if they wanted to, but they didn't have to. Now, a lot of people don't know exactly how the payment systems work. And to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not exactly like 100% clear on it myself because it is a little complicated. But when you make your payment, you're not exactly making your payment to the person who owns your loan, who owns the debt. You're making it through something called a mortgage servicer. So when you make your payment, you're making it to a company who is then going to take that payment and continue on with it to the individuals who own your loan, right? Now, I'm not going to get into all the depths of it and all that other stuff because it's not important for this video. What is important for the video is to understand that during the pandemic, these guys were going to suffer and fail if they were not getting those payments. 
Now, this is something to think about. The Federal Reserve knew that would be the case that they dropped interest rates to zero and had people stop making their payments that these servicers were going to have an issue, except people started refinancing their loans. <clears throat> and this is where the mortgage servicers were able to continue on with their business is because it's not so much about like making sure that they make the payments because they knew that once people did start making their payments again or refinanced or, you know, restructured their loans or whatever happened, that they would be able to get their, to be made whole again from all the payments that they were making. But it's surviving in the meantime. Like, how do you survive? Well, it was this massive amounts of rolling over of the old mortgages into new mortgages that gave these mortgage servicers plenty of business so that they could continue to operate, even though they weren't getting paid on the mortgages that they had promised, right? Because they're mortgage servicers, people stopped making their payments. Now, this is pretty interesting to think about here because these mortgage servicers, they were able to survive the pandemic because of that. Otherwise, the mortgage market would have failed. And we already know from the Federal Reserve statements many times that a functioning mortgage market is key to a functioning monetary policy. So they will not let this mortgage market freeze up. It's not so much they're concerned about where the housing market is. What the Federal Reserve is more concerned about is making sure that there is a loan available for somebody who wants it. It doesn't have to be a good loan and it doesn't have to be a good deal, but there has to be one out there. If the markets freeze up, then the monetary policy won't work. So now this is important to the Federal Reserve because here we are in a new position, right? Where if we have a lack of new home sales, and we have a lack of people rolling their mortgages over into new mortgages. These mortgage servicers are not going to have a whole lot of new business coming in. Now, just like any company, any business, anybody out there, it's not like we get to a point and we say, okay, that's enough. Like, we're good. Let's, um, let's call it here. We're going to get it paid off of these mortgages. Uh, let's go drink Mai Tais for the rest of our lives, right? Like, I mean, that... that it's not the way it works. It's always a matter of trying to build in new customers, build a business bigger, trying to bring in more profit. It's always about getting bigger and bigger. And I don't know exactly how the mortgage service industry works. So if there is a stalling of like new mortgages coming in, I'm not sure if that's going to be damaging to them or not. Like, can they survive just off of the lack of new mortgages happening? Like you guys kind of get where I'm coming from here? Because after I read this article, look down in the description. This is incredible. This is a very interesting story to think about because back 10 years ago, during the great financial crisis, 10, 10 12 years ago now, I guess. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. People went underwater on their mortgages. 
which basically meant that even if they were to sell their house at the market value, that they would still end up owing on it because the house was the house that they had purchased was no longer worth the payments that they were making on it. Does that make sense? I mean, pretty much, even if they were to pay the house off at the, at the time, they wouldn't be able to sell it for a profit. They were underwater on their mortgage. So a lot of people quit making their payments and it was creating some major havoc, right? So we all know about the great financial crisis and the housing market debacle that was taking place, right? Now, something that was taking place then, like, and this is one of the issues that I had because I was losing my house at the time too, but I just didn't have a job or enough income to restructure my loan or anything. So they just basically told me to kiss off, right? And that's where I was, I mean, I guess I could have tried a little harder, but you know, it was, anyway, moving on. <laughs> the issue, that was happening out there is that people weren't making their payments, they were underwater. So the mortgage servicers started restructuring and doing like loan forgiveness programs. Do you remember this? And so a lot of these loan forgiveness programs turned out to be like discharges and then something called charge-offs. And now because people are just really confused about how the whole mortgage system works and everything, a lot of people don't even realize they're making their payments to a mortgage servicer. They think they're actually making their payment to the person who owns the loan. You know, a lot of people just don't understand how this all operates and it wasn't clear to them when they were restructuring these loans, what was actually happening. Because get this, people are now being served with foreclosure notices on their homes for loans they didn't even know existed, right? These are loans that have been charged off. Now, what they had assumed, because they looked for it and said, hey, where are this loan? Do I owe any money? Hey, there's no money that's owed right now. Nobody's asking for it, whatever. But this charge off, I guess, can just be char charged on, right? And now they are asking for the entire principal and interest payments that were made over the last, or should have been made over the last 10 years on a loan that was assumed to be forgiven or forgotten or dissolved or something. Very interesting thing to think about is how now these people who had no idea that they owed this money are now going to have to figure out how to come up with the money to pay it off, that loan, or sell their house at the highest price, right? They can or whatever, you know, either way or refinance right, into a higher interest loan right now because this is interest rates are higher. Now, I thought this to be very interesting story because I was trying to wrap my head around what has taken place here. Now, I think about a mortgage servicer who has these loans sitting idle that nobody knows about. Think about that for a second. Nobody realized that they owed this money. Right? And it must not have been talked about a whole lot until now, because like, if you think about it, if this money was owed and the house sold, like if somebody had one of these charge off loans that no, that they didn't know was on the house and they sold their house, you would think that the person who had that part of the loan would say, hey, you owe me some money, right? There's a, there would be like a lien against it. So how is it, how it is that these things exist and nobody really knew about it or just didn't talk about it is, is really kind of beyond me, right? But yet here's this article talking about this very scenario. So now I'm thinking, is it the case right now that these mortgage servicers who happen to have like a pool of these things just sitting idle waiting for a moment in which business had turned down so much 
from the lack of refinancing because of high interest rates and the lack of new sales because people don't want to buy houses right now, they need business. And what better way to make business than to force it upon them to say, hey, guess what? You owe. So either refinance, come up with the money, do something, but we need our money right now. And this is a way to generate a mortgage market, like force it upon these people. I, this is an incredible story. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, but I just really like, I, I, I was taken back by this one. I did not expect this kind of like, I didn't expect these kind of stories to come up from this. So anyway, I would love to get you guys' opinion on this one. I think this is a great one. We may even try and do a live stream later on this. All right, uneducated economist, you guys let me know.